welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Can you just do that on demand? Do what? Crack your knuckles. Um, no. Sometimes it takes a while after I crack them for them to be crackable again. Crackable? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's definitely going in the Instagram feed. <laughs> crackable. Well, can you try right now? Oh, I just did it. So you can't know. do it anymore? No, they're not crackable. Okay. I, well, I want everyone to hear what I'm hearing on the microphone. <laughs> Give me a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be able to crack like halfway through, halfway through the podcast. Like... Oh, it'll just take a couple of minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Muse Monday. <laughs> yes, happy Monday. And happy to um, to announce the first Rebel and Muse. Random, random coffee talk. Random coffee talk show. Yes. Uh, so for this episode, just get ready for anything. Just be ready. <laughs> <laughs> we might go to any length on any subject. And um, if you guys have never drank coffee with Melanie, it's... <laughs> It's one of the funnest experiences you could ever have, or it could be one of the or most it could traumatic. Go south. Yeah, it could be the yeah. most traumatic experience. There was one time where um, we're having some coffee, and uh, and Melanie's. I look at her and her her pointer finger. What is that? Index finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's your index finger and her thumb. It looked like I had a claw. It, yeah. It looked like she was like throwing like a Crips gang sign. It was so, <laughs> but like the emotion in the hand was almost like she was strangling an invisible neck. It was incredible. And she just looked at me with like these, these big round eyes and she, <laughs> she didn't really understand what was going on. I was like, babe, are you right? And she's like, I, I don't know. Um, I had a little mini breakdown. Yeah, a little. And so we, you know, we we stepped outside of the house, <laughs> and I say, like, okay, you know what? Let's well, maybe a walk. Maybe we'll do a walk. And so we're walking down, down the <laughs> sidewalk, and she just turns to me and she's like, ah, "This is this is so horrible. I'm so stressed out, and I have nothing to be stressed out about." <laughs> So the literal tears were streaming down my face. So yeah, so this is like an example of Melanie's going to now. However, now if the balance is held proper, yes, um, three sips. Yeah, about three, three to four sips. <laughs> if it's held proper, then um, all is right in the world, and actually, um, kind of like uh, Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> where she's bouncing, but it's like a lovely bounce. You know, it's just so I've it's had really two nice. Sips. Uh huh. So we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp. <laughs> so, so happy uh, Muse Monday. Happy Muse Monday, kid. Yeah. It's nice to be home again. I keep saying that because it continues to be. And now all the kids are in school, yeah. which I'm so I've you know I've always hated school. That's because when I was in it, it sucked. But this is rad. Like I'm a super huge supporter of kids going to school, especially because the beach is empty, and uh, um, no, apparently not in the first week of school. On a Friday, if you're an eighth grader in Oceanside. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we went for a walk the other morning and uh, Friday, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes that third sip. <laughs> and we went down to um, this little Buccaneer Cafe. We're going to go get some coffee and some breakfast. And we're thinking, oh, it's, it's local summer. It's going to be totally empty. And so we went for this two-mile walk. 
and got there and it looked like summer had just happened. There were about a hundred eighth graders in line at the coffee place and at the, the cafe. Yeah, that's not exaggerating actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a count, it was about 98. There was a <laughs> lot, there was a lot of kids there. And apparently the first week of school on Friday in Oceanside, the eighth graders get to go on an excursion already. They get to go to the beach um, right where we were. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why didn't they do anything like that for us when we were going to school? First week excursion. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, okay, so randomly, um, let's talk about more things. Uh, I'm going to bring up to you, if I may, what I'm doing right now while I talk. And that is I'm looking at my calendar. And yes, I have a calendar that I write on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I take it old school when it comes to calendars. I do too. Um, I just, there's some kind of like, there's more of a connection for me writing it down on a certain date. I have more of a memory of it instead of like plugging it into a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do transfer some things to a phone, especially if there's a shared calendar. So I'm not, you know, pooping on technology here. But I am looking up dates because it is approaching fall. Mm-hmm. And that means a new season, which also means a big fast. So I'm excited about plotting this out. And then, uh, and I hold myself um, way more aligned when I have it written down. And then it also allows me to um, clear it up in my calendar so I don't make any um, social events. And I also get to share it with you. Now, this is where the technology comes in. I also get to share it with you on our our Rebel and Muse calendar. Mm -hmm. So then you understand like, oh, okay, well, you know, Kaleo can't make this event, but I can, blah, 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 blah. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. And uh, right before summer, um, I did a 14-day. I'm not trying to like calculate or, or uh, I would say accumulate. I am calculating. I'm not accumulating numbers. Um, it's not really that important, but I do like the length of time uh, to be like around seven to 10 days, usually right around there. But if it goes further, then I'm okay with that. So right now I'm plugging in a little a little more than than 14 days. I love what gets you excited and what gets me excited are a little different. So when you said, um, I have my calendar out, I uh, have something exciting to to bring up with you. It's starting to be fall, and I'm like a dog over here waiting for the word walk. Melanie, <laughs> do you want to go on a – and I'm over here waiting for a trip. Oh, my God. Or something, and do you want to go on a, a fast? <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought about it like Wah, that. <laughs> Not for me. I'm super excited. I know. I, I You're really get, excited. Yeah, right I now. always get excited. And not only that, but I'm um, involving something else on this fast that I've never done before. Which is food. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, no, nothing will be going in my mouth except for distilled water. But there also will be something going in my butt. <laughs> what? Yep. I am getting a, I am getting a enema kit. Okay. And what like I'm, a home. Like a home enema kit, right. right? Okay. And what I'm going to be doing on this fast is actually uh, using enzymes um, in my, my enema. So I'm going to be giving my gut floral a enzyme flush. Spa. <laughs> spa, if you will. And to repair everything that's going on in my gut and without the daunting task of digestion. So um, this is like a, it's something I've been studying and we'll put this in the show notes too. I'll also show you the, uh, the literature that I'm reading. 
but it's uh, one of those things where you use enzymes and you use coconut water. You know, I've heard I, we have a friend who did one with coffee. Oh yeah, you can use coffee. Yeah, yeah, you can use coffee. But this one, I'm really excited about. It's coconut water um, with the enzymes. Right now, check this out. This is where it gets way nuts. So you take the enzymes and you put it in the coconut water and you let it ferment. Um, it doesn't have to be long. I mean, depending on the heat of the room. So right now, I mean, our house has been pretty much consistently like 80 degrees because it's been a warm summer. Mm -hmm. So maybe like about four to six hours, I'll let it sit out. And then, um, and then I'll go ahead and conduct this experiment. So, okay, let's back up a little bit. <laughs> do you, do you want to leave this up to the professionals, especially if it's your first time? What do you mean? And go to get one at a place? I mean, I, how about this? I'm totally open to that, but the way I that mean, I mean, I'm just thinking for your first time, I'll do it with you. Oh my God. We're so romantic. <laughs> you seriously will? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Let's oh. go. Let's go get enemas, babe. Babe, that is so I just hot. think for a very first time, yeah. maybe we should leave it up to the professionals. Well, I, I mean, don't know. Any listeners out there, if you've done a home enema for your very first time, let us know what you think. Yeah. I'm down to get one done and then maybe if all goes well, do one at home, get your own home cake. I could just see it going bad and getting messy. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the greatest thing about YouTube is, is you can go and, and watch like, I, home kits as well. Last thing I want to do is watch someone get an enema before I do my own. Well, I mean. <sighs> someone I don't know. Look, all I know is, all I know <laughs> is that YouTube is so fantastic. I mean, I learned how to like, I learned how to switch out a garbage disposal watching a YouTube. Mm -hmm. I learned how to, I learned how to use Pro Tools watching youtube <laughs> it's, it's incredible the tutorials are incredible um i how about this i am complete agreeance maybe we should go get a coffee enema first mm -hmm. and then um, oh god no i can't do a coffee enema <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> you yeah. just said that i'm only allowed three i know sips. so right 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't even put that together <laughs> yeah you would freak out so i think i'll do a coffee enema first um but i mean what the literature that i've read and like you know Everything I, I, I've seen, it's pretty simple. Uh, all you got to do is just, you know, have have the right height, and you're going to be all right. Um, <laughs> but I'm really, I'm really excited uh, just to see how everything will work when I get back into eating. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited to, you know, let's try this experiment with it. Um, so yeah. So right. yeah, so uh, Friday night at the Wasman house. <laughs> exciting here. So I will be uh, I will be sharing that calendar with you, Perfect. and then uh, yeah, give me a couple of times, and then I'll do you. <laughs> I think we should leave it up to the professionals <laughs> our first time. I'm holding strong to that. <sighs> okay, well we'll talk about that on another random episode. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, what, what else? else? Ra what else? Random things are going on. I know that you've been. Uh, Oh, I'd like to say that our retreat is, what, sold out now? Mm -hmm. Wow, good work. Okay, yeah, fantastic. Um, we won't be doing any enemas up there. No. Uh, but we will know how by that time. So maybe next year we can do some enemas. Uh, <laughs> uh, I joined a gym. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this because I went with you. Yeah. I went with you. I like dragged him to my gym because yeah. I wanted a buddy. Yeah, and she broke me. Like, oh, you broke yourself. No, I'm broken right now. It's 
last night I had like this like muscle spasm that kept me up from three to five. And the one thing I really have a hard time with is when my sleep gets effed with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't handle like nowadays there's nothing more important to me than a complete deep knocked out sleep. And I did not get that last night. No. Now here I am talking about enemas drinking coffee. <laughs> so I joined a gym and this is outside of my comfort zone because I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not really a, a gym, gym person. Rat. They call them gym rats. Yeah. I like to be outdoors or in the yoga studio or, um, you know, getting my exercise in a different way. However, after my um, back injury a couple of years ago, I haven't been able to, I feel like I haven't been able to really be myself and be very um, flexible. Um, strength has been lessened. Um, I'm just kind of struggling. And on top of that, struggling with carrying some more weight than I have been. And, you know, it's been a really, really rough thing for me not to be able to to do everything that I used to be able to do and just getting real there. So it's been really hot this summer, and I find that when I do a workout at home, um, because because it's been so hot, I have to put the AC on, or I get unmotivated, or I get distracted. You know, I'll be doing a downward dog thinking, oh gosh, I need to vacuum under the couch, or I need to change the laundry, or... Um, you know, I need to check that email or send the email that I just thought of. Yeah, you, you don't get zoned. I don't get in the zone. Uh-huh. And it's been so hot this summer that, you know, going outside and running the stairs at the amphitheater by the pier, that mm-hmm. just feels miserable <laughs> to me. Right. So I decided because my friend joined the gym, actually I have a couple of them there now, um, that I would join as well. And this would keep me um, motivated. It will keep me in the zone because, you know, you go in there, you put your earbuds on, listen to a podcast or me and my, me and my friend, my business partner, we have little meetings there on the treadmill or what have you. Right. And yeah, so it's, it's good. I feel like I'm able to move my body and listen to my body. I don't have to do these complete gnarly workouts. You know, I mean, I have a book of, we used to have a personal trainer, Kaleo and I, um, named Rebecca. And I still have all of my workouts from her. But I found that I'm just kind of going in now at this age and recovering from those injuries and that surgery um, last year that I'm just listening to what my body is able to do. And sometimes I can push a little harder. Other times I just want to be able to move, right, instead of being on the couch and going, oh, it's too hot to go for a walk or a run or something. So it's been interesting and and I enjoy it. I've, I've been resisting the gym <laughs> for right. so long mm-hmm. that um yeah now i've let go of that resistance and it's it's really helping me i feel good that's beautiful and mm-hmm. to tell you the truth the gym isn't my scene like like you know a couple of days that i just went there however this is the one thing that i really appreciate it is the thing for some people and whatever keeps you in motion mm-hmm. i don't care what it is like yeah. do it like do that thing that keeps your body in motion that old saying, use it or lose it, it's absolutely true. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. In these past couple of years, I haven't been using it. So I've been losing it. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> like flexibility, mobility. Um, but know, then again, greater awareness. Adding on pounds. It all, it all adds up. Yeah. But you know, the, the greatest thing is like now that you're at a point where you're aware of, <clears throat> excuse me, 
when you're aware of uh, of what's going on, right? You know how to repair it. So the mm-hmm. fear goes away. Like it's not like, oh no, what do I do now? It's perfect example. Like I think I've like eaten like 15 burritos since I've been home. Okay. <laughs> no joke. No joke. 15. Like yeah, but I have not chased the dream which means I have not gone to go get burritos anywhere in America this whole summer. So I came back with a vengeance. And, and you know, like, you can, you always have those, like, things that you love to eat that you don't, you're, they're not necessarily the thing that makes you feel the best, mm-hmm. especially after the fact. But I'm not going to spend any energy worrying about it because I already know, like, okay, that happened. And I know exactly how to get to where I want to get to, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, taking that fear and taking that guilt and shame away from it makes it so much more enjoyable to me where I can just sit down and go, I'm just going to really indulge in this and just love it and know that, you know, um, to the weeks to come, I will be doing enzyme enemas while I'm fasting. So here's, here's the balance of it. Right. So, so I know exactly where I, I, I need to go. Um, when I've gone somewhere that I'm not necessarily, uh, happiest at, mm-hmm. and you have that with you right now is yeah. exactly what you just described. So, uh, you know, you just did it with your, um, physical movement and I just kind of did it with food and, but just to know your way back, Tell me how to get back to Sesame Street kind of thing is <laughs> and then, then you're, you're good to go. Oh, I'm, I'm really, really happy. And I was uh, yeah, you did break me. The gym was incredible. Um, and this gym like had everything. So I'm really excited for you, Mel. It's fun. It's like a playground. It yeah. does have everything. Yeah, it really has everything. <laughs> I'm really, really excited for you. And uh, and it's, it was good. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Will you come back with me? Yeah, after, yeah, after <laughs> I will. I will. I definitely will. But like you said, um, you know, when, when I'm outside, and I really credit this to the workouts and the situations that I find myself when I'm touring, because you're always outside, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, especially for the summer, uh, you're always outside. And so you can grab your TRX bars and you can hook them to the bars on the stage in the middle of this um, campground or something, you know, mm-hmm. or you can uh, go for sprints uphill in the grass, or you can do yoga outside. And, you know, there's just, or, uh, you know, my favorite thing to bring on the road is a kettlebell. So you just do that anywhere that you can. And so all these things outside, I've just, with the sun exposure and everything, I just get such, such more of a, uh, I, I'm just, I love to be outside with air and sun. And that's how that gets me excited to work out. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, um, you know, really into the gym and that gets you excited to go into that, that facility and, and really crank it out and do your thing. <laughs> That's exactly what I don't feel. Well, no, 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 not necessarily you. <laughs> but it does keep me accountable and I, I am enjoying it. Yeah. Right. And not necessarily you. I mean, if that's your thing, right. you know, so whatever keeps you moving, do it. I'm, I'm a, no matter what, if it's, if it's exercise latent, I'm, I'm stoked on it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that reminds me of your um, your passion is something called MoveNat. Yes, absolutely. What exactly is that? Okay, so MoveNat is just, it's an abbreviation for Move Natural. And it's, uh, it's basically going back to primal movements. So if you ever watch a kid move, like Nalu, mm-hmm. if you ever watch a kid move and how they're squatting. He's a cutest walker. How they climb how they, it's just going back to that. And so what MoveNet does, it kind of aligns you with how to 
go back to your original program settings. So how to squat, how to roll, all the natural movements that happened for Homo sapiens, it goes back to that. It goes back into getting in touch with nature, um, sprinting on the sand, swimming in a river, all of the climbing trees, all of this is move nat. And so, yeah, that is definitely my biggest passion right now. And um, I'd like to say, especially on air, it holds me accountable that by the end of 2019, I will be certified. I don't know what level, but I definitely will be certified in move nat. So awesome. we'll, yeah, we'll be able to bring that in our retreats as well. Mm-hmm. And then we can teach primal movements of, you know, um, of, 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 of the body, which to me is just like, yes, we are, we are evolved from somewhere. And so to go back to those natural movements that we've forgotten means everything because now, you know, we're sitting at a desk and <laughs> typing, which mm-hmm. is definitely not what we were evolved to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that yeah it's really really cool but like i said if whatever is getting you moving do it you know that is that is the best the other day i almost got ran over by a mom that was just sprinting with her kids down <laughs> down uh the pch and i was like yeah go get it wait they're all running yeah no or no she's no, no. pushing it yeah she's pushing yeah right? there's like there was like this i don't know it looked like a mini car that there's like two strollers in it and she was just going for it. And I was like, yeah, whatever gets you moving, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I seriously was like, yes, beautiful. Well done. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're also in the random spectrum of things. <laughs> well, I've been, so in my classes, I've been teaching a lot about the vagus nerve. Should we go there? Absolutely. Okay. So fun fact about Kaleo and I, we, we like to do research and I'm, I'm using my fingers on the keyboard right now. Like that's our symbol for research. Yeah, but you're doing air keyboard. Yeah, I do. Right. I do play air keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he has his things that he reads. I have my things. And we get so excited about things that we want to share them with each other. For example, I'll get an email, random email from something I was signed up for in the past. that says, get instant access to our online thyroid webinar. And I'll get excited. Yes, I want instant <laughs> access to an online thyroid <laughs> webinar. <It's> t- <laughs> so, um, so my new thing. <laughs> oh yeah, tell us your new thing. No, what I've been studying about a lot lately is the vagus nerve, and the vagus nerve was is named that because it it wanders like a vagabond. It's the longest cranial nerve, um, starting in the brain, and it exits the skull, wanders down through the voice box, the lungs, the heart, down into the abdomen, even down into the transverse colon. And it takes care of so many functions of the body. Um, this is it, this is kind of like reminding me, sorry to cut you off, this yeah. kind of reminds me of what we call in, in um, live shows, the snake. The snake is a bunch of wires that connect the basic front of house to the stage. Oh, and a snake has like, like yeah, a snake has like just tons and tons and tons and tons of wires in it. And Uh they just all shoot across the dance floor. And then so the the front of house board can talk to the stage and control it. That is pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the 10th cranial nerve. And it's um, kind of like an air traffic controller in the sense that it regulates major body functions like breathing and heart rate and digestion, um, even how we process and take in and make meaning of our experiences. So in 
I like to go back to um, Ayurveda, which is a sister science of yoga. So Tantra, yoga, and Ayurveda. And when we take anything in through our senses, whether it's um, eating something or watching something, news, TV, listening to music that either resonates or doesn't resonate with us, um, anything that we take in through our senses has to be digested. And if it isn't digested then properly, then this creates toxins within the body. So, of course, the natural um, idea of this is, you know, digesting food. If we don't digest it completely, it becomes to- you know, creates a little bit of toxin in our body, and that builds up. Um, but, however, we can we have to digest life experiences also. Um, so, let's say we're driving, everything's fine, and we kind of get cut off or someone stops right in front of us. And it puts us in this extreme, you know, fight or flight. We're in our sympathetic nervous system. Well, if our vagal tone, this this nerve, if our vagal tone is low, then it takes us a long time to recover from that. So our heart is pounding. We may need to pull over. We can't really um, get out of our fight or flight um, nervous system, our response, that easy. It sticks with us. Maybe we even talk about it. We tell everybody about it throughout our day. However, just reamping that vibration and keeping yeah, it active still, in your life. Right. But if we have a higher vagal tone, then we're able to digest that experience and get back into our rest response easier. So we can just go, whoa, that was intense and, and let it go. Wow. And we can recover faster. So um, something that, that our vagus nerve does, it also helps with inflammation in the body. So it's, it's correlated to our uh, parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest response. And I'll back up a little bit here. With this vag- vagal tone, um, different ways that we can affect this. I'll, I'll go into heart rate variability and resonant frequency breathing. So when we breathe... Our inhale breath speeds up the heart a little bit, our heart rate, and it puts us in, it's related to our sympathetic nervous system, our fight or flight. So if you can imagine when you, let's say you're startled and you you breathe in, go, (gasps) right? So that is our sympathetic nervous system. That's our fight or flight response. When you exhale, the, the heart rate slows down a little bit, and this is correlated to our rest response, our parasympathetic nervous system. So in between that variability with our heart rate rising and our heart rate lowering with our breath, inhales and exhales, that is is measured and it's called the heart rate variability. Oh yeah, HRV is is huge. Yeah, I know you've done some research on this and you work with this in your own practice Mm -hmm. sometimes, right? Exactly, especially when I'm, I mean, it's like it's an every morning ritual Mm -hmm. and this allows me to know whether, um, well, like how you brought up the gym you're listening to your body when to like go harder and when to like relax Mm -hmm. well the heart rate variability especially this app that i have with a chest strap it just allows me to know where i'm at so you know if it says like hey you're good you're great today for um bringing on more activity then i'm like oh okay great so uh i'm gonna get i can i can get into it even even if i'm not necessarily mentally feeling it Mm-hmm. I still know due to the information that I've gotten from my heart rate variability that I can. And then some days, you know, I wake up and I'm just amped in my head. And then my heart rate variability is like, you know, today would be a good day for you to recover. 
And I'm just like, oh, so, you know, I'll do go for a long walk there. That was oh, your knuckle. I just cracked my knuckle. <laughs> Don't do that again unless unless you like give it like space. Go. Oh, God. OK, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> OK, so anyway, um, so those days, you know, it's the difference of going for a long walk on the beach or doing seven to eight all out sprints mm-hmm. on the beach with this information that I get. It's truly fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue on. And resonant frequency breathing is, um, it's basically slowing down the breath to where each cycle, so an inhale and an exhale, takes about 10 seconds. So you're looking at maybe five and a half to six breaths per minute. And I really love to do this while I'm meditating. And you can look online, oh, here we go, back to YouTube. They have this little diagram that shows you the time. So you inhale along with this um this i guess diagram moving up and once it gets to the top you start your exhale all the way until it reaches the bottom and this gives you that resonant frequency breathing Mm. and this has been known to help out with um, anxiety and stress lower stress rates releases uh, reduces anxiety also for pain management could you find that youtube so we can put it in the show notes definitely great yeah so coming back to the, the vagus nerve and having a, a high vagal tone, resonant frequency breathing helps with this, this heart rate variability, which in, increases the vagal tone. Mm-hmm. And the vagus nerve doesn't only, you know, it helps to prevent inf- inflammation. So it um, alerts the brain to elicit anti-inflammatory neurotransmitters. Um, it's kind <laughs> of like the captain of the parasympathetic nervous system. Right. Um, it also helps to make memories. So when the vagus nerve is stimulated, it tells the brain to release norepinephrine into the amygdala, and then it consolidates memories. So there's some interesting studies right now that they're doing on humans um, that are showing promising treatments for Alzheimer's. Rad. I like I like when they do the human studies versus the uh, the mouse studies. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yoga is one of the things that this is why I've been studying the correlation between a high vagal tone and yoga. So I can talk about this in my yin yoga classes specifically because they are slow, long held poses and holding poses in yoga helps us to increase our vagal tone. And again, a high vagal tone helps us to recover more quickly um, from a stressful situation and return to a resting heartbeat. Fantastic. Well, I mean, there's a couple other things, especially when you're dealing with cold water therapy that helps out with the vagus as well. Mm-hmm. I love that since I'm a cold water freak now. Thank you, Wim Hof. <laughs> okay. So how can we increase the vagal tone? Some things that is cold showers. Uh, yeah. So any acute cold exposure will increase the vagus nerve stimulation. Rad. Now, I do want to say that um, stimulating the vagus nerve too intensely like a very quick stimulation of it, it like can what? cause fainting. Like what? Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure, but I do know that there's something called vagal, vagal syncope. Ooh. And that is um, one of the highest causes of fainting. <sighs> okay. I know. Interesting. Yeah. So do your research, people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but cold showers can give you a higher vagal tone. Singing or chanting. So singing or chanting anything up being up up um, upbeat can increase heart rate variability in slightly different ways. So singing at the top of the lungs, like in the shower, in the car, on or, stage, um, on stage, yeah, I or dig chanting, it. yeah. So, so like this, um, kirtan, would uh-huh. be, okay. Well, this helps make it helps to make you work the muscles in the back of your throat, which helps activate the vagus nerve. Rad. And um, 
I mean, I mean, Fasting basically helps with everything. So yes, so fasting is one of intermittent (laughs) fasting even helps to increase high frequency heart rate variability. So just basically a calorie restrict calorie restricted situation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, intermittent fasting or fasting, Um, mild exercise, uh, probiotics, mild and intense exercise, or just mild exercise. Um, it says mild exercise in the research that I'm... Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, because it is correlated with the parasympathetic, mm. right? Your rest response. So okay. if you're putting yourself in a higher... Uh, that's why yin yoga is really good for mm. the vagal tone. Yeah, I forgot Anything about that's that. slow and long, yeah. Right, the parasympathetic. Um, probiotics is good. Fasting. Laughter is good. Deep breathing exercises. So back to the... Wim Hof method. Wim Hof mm-hmm. and the resonant frequency. Um, chewing your food well. That's a really, really important one. So helping with that digestion. And enzyme work, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, acupuncture, fish oil, so omega-3 fatty acids. How are you with chewing your food, by the way? Um, well, when I teach Ayurveda in yoga teacher training, I talk about we usually bring out you know some little snacks, maybe some raw walnuts or um, dried fruit. And I have everyone chew it about 25 times till it's basically, you masticate it so much that it's like mushy, watery in your mouth. And that's what you're supposed to do. Um, Now me, (laughs) put me on front street. Um, It depends. It really depends if I'm eating mindfully and um, especially when you're gone and I make myself a really nice dinner, I have music on, um, I sit down and I, I eat slowly, then I, I do that. But when I'm having excited, fun conversation with you or with people that we're eating with, then I don't always, you know, you're, you're having conversation, so you chew your food and swallow it so you can add to the conversation. Right. So <laughs> but when I'm being mindful, I am very good at it. Yeah. That's, so I need to be more mindful. Me too. Yeah. I throw food down. <laughs> I really do. And so that's like, you, one thing though is, is has been... Um, unique in bringing back in my life Mm -hmm. i always used to say grace before my meals Mm -hmm. um now i don't call it grace anymore just you know just it's a a thank you Mm -hmm. to whatever the bigger picture source that we all know is and so when i do that then it does pull my attention into chewing more mindfully and awareness so saying grace before a meal is actually a really good thing to teach Mm. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just yeah, coming back to that. maybe raking our food. Yes, absolutely. Infusing it and, you know, just taking it with such a, instead of, especially when you're eating burritos, because they are my kryptonite. It's like, let's just really, really enjoy this mm-hmm. and just throw that energy behind it. Because it really is all energy. <laughs> Quantum physics stuff. Yes. All right. Speaking uh, of energy and Reiki, so this is a random episode. Mm-hmm. Um we, you and I both together gave our neighbors, the Swedes, Lisa mm-hmm. and Lauren, and another person, I'm not going to say his name because people haven't said, they haven't said yet about the pregnancy, um, but we attuned them to Reiki 1. And it was really special because Kaleo and I, this is the first time that we've done that process together, attuning other people. So we're both Reiki masters and usually at the yoga studio, it's me and Danielle attuning people. We wanted to do this for our friends as as a gift. So we had the Swedes over as well as a friend of ours who is going to be a new papa. 
And I wanted, I'm going to be the doula for their birth. And I wanted him to, if he was open to it, which he absolutely was, uh, become Reiki attuned so that he can help out in the birth with Reiki as well, or throughout her whole pregnancy, giving her and the baby Reiki. So it was such a beautiful experience. And, um, you know, I attuned Ramey and Whitney when Whitney was pregnant. And now he's going to be able to give Reiki this guy give Reiki to his unborn baby. Yeah, it was yeah. really, I mean, that's kind of the reason why I wanted to be a part of that attuning mm-hmm. was just to know that, you know, this this being is coming in and what a way to get, get started right uh, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was Reiki very, it was, it was pretty baby. emotional. I was like, you know, it was like a couple tears. I was yeah. like, wow, this is some heavy, this is like. you attuned your, your really good friend. Yeah. And um, not only that, but like, you know, just knowing that, you know, this, this creation is coming in mm-hmm. and going to have like, you know, just this kind of head start with the energy of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel great. Yeah. That yeah. was really special. Yeah. It really, really was. All right. Well, I am on my third sip of coffee, and I don't think I can sit here any longer. Yeah. I'm kind of wiggling around already. <laughs> There's no tension in the hands. That's, that's, that's true. Nice. Yeah, I just yeah. cracked my knuckles. That's why they're um, I'm just looking at this gorgeous day outside, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pack a bag. and um, Go get a burrito? No. No. <laughs> no, that was last night. Got it. Uh, no, we're going to go for a long beach walk. Perfect. Yeah. And um, everybody have this the best Monday and we love you. Take care. Peace.